Good morning, or good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're listening to your podcast. Welcome to I Am WT, the home for all things that are true to WT itself. I am Ray Faust, along with my co-host, the queen here at I Am WT. <laughs> I'm Tierney Lockhart. You didn't win. I didn't win, <sighs> but I tried. Girl, so I okay. voted for you, and I, all that ha- <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. It's, it's all right. Okay. <laughs> you're, you are, you're always going to be the queen here for IMWT. Thank you. <laughs> and our guest today, the one, the only, Dr. Inyonam Osiwari. So, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing fantastic. Fantastic. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure. Thank you for joining us, for sure. So, I want to get right into it. I'm excited to dive into today's podcast and talk to you about this study abroad and more. But first, could you... Give the listeners some of your history and background, like where you were born, where you grew up, and your education. Great. So I'm from Ghana. I was born in Ghana, and I uh, spent maybe, not maybe, 24 years in Ghana. I went to through elementary and university in Ghana. So my bachelor's is called Publishing Studies. It's an equivalent of graphic design in the United States. And then once I graduated after my undergrad, I worked for two years and then I was invited by Ohio University to come and do my graduate program and master's in international affairs. So I came, I came to Ohio, small town, (laughs) Athens, Ohio, Probably the size of Canyon. The school is a pretty big school. It's a 28,000 campus, but in a very small town. Pretty, pretty little town. Lots of trees, hills, beautiful fall colors. So it's how I ended up in the, in the U.S. to go to school. So what made you kind of come over to WT, come from one small town, I guess, to another small town? <laughs> one of the biggest selling points for me about WT is the community. I remember vividly, it's been 15 years, but I remember vividly flying in for my interview, my faculty interview, and looking down. I always sit in the window. I have to sit uh, in the the window seat (laughs) on a plane. (laughs) Uh, So I look down and I'm thinking, yeah, no. (laughs) It was just brown. It was all brown. And I just told you guys about Athens, Ohio, and all the trees and the hills. And so this place was flat and brown. So I'm thinking, no. But, (laughs) you know, when something is in your destiny, if it's your destiny to be in a place, I believe that God works it out. And so I came for my interview, and everyone I met, was the most gracious, kind, genuine person. That sold me. That was it. It wasn't it wasn't how it looked. It wasn't the money. It was the people. The people made a huge impact on me. And it felt like home to me because in Ghana it's people are very hospitable, kind, generous, and this place felt exactly like that. Ohio definitely has the the mountains or not mountains, but trees and all that stuff. But one thing I do love about the the Texas Panhandle is we always have a great sunrise and sunset. 
Yes. A lot of people don't ever get a chance to look at due to trees and everything blocking their view. So right. I always, I always love when people come by and say it's, it's flat here, but the sunrise sunset's always a beautiful yes. thing. Yes. For sure. Yeah. So I want to get into your childhood life or your childhood growing up in Ghana, West Africa, you know how I want to d- discuss with you. What, what are some things when growing up there uh, that are different from things that are around here? So something that a lot of people here might know about, but have never experienced living in Ghana, West Africa. Uh, can you go on in a little bit in depth on that? The biggest thing for me is playing outside with all the kids in the neighborhood. I have a young boy, 12 year old, and these days kids stay in a lot with devices And I'm not used to that. (laughs) You know, we literally went outside and played all day long with all the kids in the neighborhood. So that's something that I vividly uh, remember. I grew up in the city, in the capital of Ghana. And so I speak five Ghanaian languages. The ability to do that, that's amazing. And when you play with other people who speak other languages, when you are little it's easy to learn languages like like that Mm -hmm. so that's another thing in ghana your parents are not your only parents every adult (laughs) is your parent you know and so as a child if you're out there messing around someone who's an adult is going to parent you the true neighborhood is parent you hard (laughs) (laughs) so that's another thing that i remember growing up but i think that's what makes it one of my favorite places, not because I'm from there. I just feel really comfortable when I'm in Ghana. Yeah, that's something that I kind of relate to is like, I think it kind of stopped with my generation, like going outside, playing with, when I lived in the apartment apartment complex, all the kids would all come outside and play. Yes. Now my little brother, he's 12, and he does not go outside ever. So. Yeah, I, was, I was the same way growing up in the 90s in my neighborhood. We were yeah. always playing baseball with neighborhood kids and playing with the water sprinklers. Yeah. Water sprinklers were fun. Water sprinklers fun and time. slip and slides. Slip and slides were always fun. Exactly. Well, I was going to say, and it wasn't necessarily like defined play. You just made it up. You know, whatever you found, you played with. Whatever the circumstances were, you turned it into play. You know, and it didn't have to be a defined something that you you were playing with. I absolutely agree. For for sure. sure. (laughs) So when I was looking up on you a little bit, it seemed that you really had a heart for like children and, and advocacy, especially when it comes to like African youth. So why is that so important to you? So as someone who grew up on the continent, I think my path was defined by a lot of people who advocated for me, a lot of people who created opportunities for me and opened doors for me. And so I always remembered. And one of the things that informs my life is the idea of paying it forward, the idea of when someone is good to you, when someone takes care of you, that you you pay it forward and take care of somebody else and, and help somebody else and open doors for other people. I always take that into account. When I have opportunities, I want to extend that to other people. One of the things that happened to me when I moved to the United States was my graduate advisor inviting me to travel with her to South Africa. 
that was my first exposure to another African country that I wasn't from. Even though I'm from the continent, I had traveled to Europe mm-hmm. and even to the United States twice, but I had never gone to any Af- African country. And so she invited me. We we wrote a paper together and the paper was accepted for a world summit in South Africa. So she invited me to go. At the time, I was a broke graduate student. There was just no way I could afford that trip. She organized for the trip to be paid for, and I went to South Africa. When I went to South Africa, I was so moved by that country and you know everything they've been through, but their attitude was always that of gratitude grateful attitudes, regardless of what had happened to them. That really changed my perspective about things because, you know, I thought, wow, they went through all that and they're still grateful. And I said to my professor that day at the the conference, when I become a professor, I want to do this. I want to take students back to the continent. And we go to South Africa to reach out to people. They're really proud Africans, <laughs> you know, and they, they're not looking for handouts. They're just open to opportunities. And that's what speaks to me. I'm like, so you're excited about going back to West Africa for sure? For your study abroad trip? Yes. Yeah. Yes, definitely. <laughs> definitely. And Tyranny is on my team and oh, yeah. I'm really excited. We have a large team I'm a little bit terrified, mm-hmm. but I think I, I think we'll be okay. Uh, yeah, we're, we're very excited to go back to South Africa and work with uh, nonprofit organizations. We're working with two of them and then Crash or Edeke, if you translate it into American. We're working on a variety of projects. We're doing a website. We're building community gardens for the safe houses for the women. We're creating videos for the website. We're doing a mural with John Rivet, the John Rivet. <laughs> We're giving away books, lots of brand new books, okay. children's books. You know, Tierney referred to my passion for, for children. I think literacy is such an amazing opportunity to transform people's lives to transform children's lives and so we've always taken books it's the first time we're taking brand new books and the other special thing about the books is they each have a handwritten message from someone in our community that is that's that's pretty cool for sure that is amazing so yeah we're, we're definitely really excited to go back i would be too i think i'm excited (laughs) unfortunately i'm not gonna be able to make it to that trip as well but i hope y'all are gonna have a safe and fun trip as well all right folks we're gonna take a little break before we get on to further discussion with dr inyonam osiweri you are listening to i am wt donors to west texas a&m university give more than their material support they devote time expertise and commitment WT would not be what it is today without individuals dedicated to our forward progress. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to I Am WT. I am Brave Faust here again with... Tyranny Lockhart. 
Yeah, like I said, y'all have been excited about traveling to South Africa for study abroad. What what specifically for you, Dr. O, um, are you the most excited about? Like just one specific thing. I'm very excited to introduce my students to South Africa. I, I, I don't think they understand how <laughs> beautiful this place is. I don't think they will they will expect what they get exposed to once we land in South Africa. Cape Town, which is where we're going, it's one of the most beautiful places in my opinion. And I've had, you know, privilege and the, the blessing of traveling all over the world. But it's one of my favorite places to go. It's just stunning. This ocean, this wildlife, this, this great food, uh, lots of attractions. We go on a safari. My students are just really excited and I cannot wait for them to see it. So that's, to me, that's the, the biggest thing is watching their reaction to a country that they've never been to. And sometimes a country that they have different perceptions about based on it's how the, the media covers Africa. You know, how people see it is very different from the reality of it. Okay, so what are you hoping that students get from like this service-based learning trip? Oh, my hope, and I pray about this every day, is that when my students leave South Africa, that they recognize the needs that they were exposed to and went over to help right here in our community. Because the thing is, we're human beings. We're not different when it comes to challenges. You know, right here, there are kids, you know, in Title I schools who don't have access to books, right here in the mm-hmm. United States, mm-hmm. uh, in our community. There are kids going home hungry every night from schools because their families don't have enough food. So the challenges that we go to South Africa to help with, we also have those challenges in our community. And so my biggest hope is that when my students come back, that they also recognize those challenges here and invest their time and their resources into supporting our community who are facing those same challenges. You don't have to get on a plane to change the world. You can change it right in your backyard. I like that a lot. Uh, So moving a little bit back over to the West over here, you were recently named the Magister Optimus winner. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So could you tell us your experience, the overall feeling you had when you were selected as this year's Magister Optimus? So first of all, I had no idea I was going to be nominated. Dr. Drumheller. I blame Dr. Drumheller. Did she just throw your name in? And <laughs> She's the one that nominated yeah. me. Dr. Drumheller is the Associate Dean of the Sybil Harrington Fine Arts and Humanities College and also my department head. And I've known her for a very long time. When I started here, she took me under her wings and mentored me. And so she and I go way back, but she's the one that nominated me. And I was really surprised. I, I, like awards are not like, I don't, I I know people say this a lot, but when I'm doing my job, I'm not doing it because I'm anticipating an award or or thinking Mm -hmm. I would win an award. 
But it's not a bad thing to be recognized. It's a very motivating thing to me, at least. Like when I was named Magister Optimus, it really motivated me. I've been here 15 years and I'm working much harder now than I worked when I first started, <laughs> which is usually the opposite. Yeah. You know, yeah. the longer you're somewhere, the you know, the less people do. And I work much harder now. And so to be recognized was really encouraging for me. And I'm I'm so grateful because that's not a small thing to be named the best on a campus of so many talented, amazing teachers, you know, on this campus, that is, that is a big deal to me. And so I'm very grateful for the opportunity and I, I'm going to keep doing what I've always done <laughs> and, and do the best, you know, bring the best effort. I'm not the best teacher on this campus, but you will be hard pressed to find someone who would work harder than I would. Oh, you're definitely one of my personal favorites here at WT. So yes, we love you, Dr. O. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. So I guess our last question for you is, what does WT mean to you? WT means home. WT means family. WT means community. I, I feel at home here. You know, uh, it's been 15 years. I didn't, in the beginning, I didn't think it would be 15 years. I thought, I'm going to get my foot in the door and see, you know, and I'm still here. <laughs> and I, I am not based on things I've done the last several years. I don't think I'm going anywhere. We're here to stay. It's a lovely place to raise your child the campus is giving me so many opportunities to work with different people of all different backgrounds, to engage with students like you, Bray, and Tierney in my classes. And it's, it's just been an amazing opportunity for me. And I'm, I'm so grateful that I was offered a job here 15 years ago. <laughs> We're grateful that someone like you decided to give their time to this community because you're definitely a pillar in the WT community. And absolutely, it's for me, it's it's an absolute pleasure talking to you, especially last year, last fall, I was in a little bit of a bundle trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And when I went, came back, decided to come back to school for a second bachelor's, you were the very first face I saw here <laughs> to discuss classes and all that stuff. You were my first advisor before I got moved to Dr. Garcia. So definitely when it comes to you, you definitely have a place in my heart and I will always <laughs> never forget ah. as a family member. Uh, so before we go, just just want to ask you, since you're talking about children's books, what, what's your favorite children's book that you grew up reading? So when I was little, uh, we I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Anansi tales. They are African books and Anansi in Ghanaian is the spider. Hmm. He had so many tales. It's similar to like the Dr. Seuss series, but based on a spider. And I remember reading those books when I was little. And what is interesting is Anne Medlock in art, theater, and dance Mm -hmm. just donated books, brand new books for us to take to South Africa. And she specifically picked Ghanaian books. 
and I saw all of those books that I had read when I was <laughs> little, the Anansi uh, books. And so I actually told it, do you think it will be okay for me to keep these? Just as a joke. <laughs> I'm going to take them to kids. But yeah, those were my favorite books. I wasn't really exposed to foreign books because of cost. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And so a, a lot of what I read growing up are the Anansi series. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I like that. I like that. Tierney, you got anything else? Not that I can think of. I've enjoyed our time this I'm morning too. for sure. <laughs> it's been Thank you so blast. much for having me. It has absolute pleasure you having you here for sure. sure. <laughs> thank you guys and gals. Thank you so much for listening to IMWT. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs>